We're planning, we're not planning ahead, we're wishing ahead. We are going to build a metaphorical time capsule. Married and kids. Go blimey, governor. Should I randomly become impregnated with a baby alien, then I will say okay. Just abolish the monarchy. Turn it all into a tourist attraction of a hotel. (laughs) Right then, folks. What will it be? Is it my turn? I think it's your turn, but... Oh, I don't know. We we had an order and a plan and it all fell through so i don't know what who's starting what or what's happening i'll explain (laughs) hello everyone good to see you good to see you um but we're not seeing them no good to hear you audio oh wait no i don't hear you you hear me you poor fuckers um (laughs) sorry (laughs) shouldn't have sworn so early on sorry mum um sorry claire uh this week we have decided that um, we are going to build a metaphorical time capsule um, in the way of, I suppose some of you might know it as a bucket list, some of you might know it as a five-year plan, some of you might know it as just doing what Dave and I do and setting the tracks in front of the train as it's moving. (laughs) But today we are going to discuss what we would like to achieve with our futures, how we might put that into action so that really self-indulgently we can look back at this in, I don't know, 15 years when we're old and grey and say, did we fucking do any of it? Did we achieve any of it? (laughs) Woo! Let's see. So you can find out more about us. And we will find out nothing about you. So hang on, in 15 years time, I will be 45. Oh yeah, we're not. (laughs) So I wouldn't be old and grey. And also shout out out to Marcus (laughs) Churchill, who will be listening to this podcast, who we're doing a show with currently, (laughs) who is 45. I'm just thinking like, how long is shit going to stay on the internet? I mean, if life turns into Squid Game or something, then wow, um, we'll just be controlled by Anonymous. Side note, for following on from the podcast episode we did a couple of weeks ago, I have now watched all of Squid Game. He's done it. It's really good. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Mm. I think if I'd have watched it all together, because Liam and I had to take a little hiatus because um, his family were poorly and... Don't worry, not COVID people. Um, but I really didn't want to catch anything because of the tour. So I didn't see him for a fortnight. Um, and then we sat on opposite sides of a large room yesterday and watched it. Um, <laughs> How romantic. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, we were... T- oh, no, I was going to say we were touching feet, but that just sounds weird. Um, you made it You made it weird. <laughs> oh, well, why change the habit of a lifetime, eh? Um <laughs> So, yeah, we watched the last three episodes yesterday. I felt there were things that I probably guessed, but I don't think that there was anything wrong with it. Like, just just the fact that I could guess what was going to happen sort of made it a little bit less wow for me. But um, I, I enjoyed it as a, as the, the whole package. It's rather good. Mm. There were bits for me that I saw coming, but when... The, I'm being very coy in case anyone hasn't seen it. But when the revelations were made in the last few episodes, I didn't feel let down because the clues had been there in the previous mm. episode. So I was like, ah, oh, that that's cool. They actually have done what I thought. And it was still a bit of a surprise. So for anyway. you, you were like rubbing that little halo, like, yeah, I'm so perfect. <laughs> I can guess what's going to happen. And they made it happen. Fuck yeah. Yes. Rather than coming up with something really elaborate and like, and it was all a dream because those are fucking disappointing endings. <laughs> but yeah, I really enjoyed it. I watched it properly, as in I watched the proper Korean dub. Well, not even the dub. I watched it with English subtitles because... I can't be dealing with English dubbed versions. I even find it weird in like if I ever do watch anime, the English dub because it's so Ameri- <laughs> it's so americanized and it just doesn't sound right. I... No offense to voice actors or whatever and if I if anyone needs me for dubbing, I'll do it. It'll be fun. Why not? I'm looking for work. Cuz cuz there are mild spoilers for Squid Game here, which has been out for ages. By the time this episode's come out, it's supposedly the most watched Netflix show of all time. So everyone and their grandmothers should have watched it by now. (laughs) But there are 
characters in Squid Game that are actual English-speaking characters. And there is the captain or the, the host who wears the scary-looking face mask. He does speak English at times. So I wondered if it's the same actor dubbing him in the full English dub who plays him in the um, actual show. That mm. was so badly worded. The, I wondered if it was the original actor voicing him for the English dub. You're right. That's the other thing as well that I found. I didn't, considering when so I watch something that's not synced with so some an English show, or at least they speak English in it, um, and the the mouths of the actors don't aren't synced mm. properly, and and like there's a slight delay that does my fucking head in. I can't watch it. But I didn't find that having, even though obviously Korean actors' mouths didn't move at the same time that they said English words, that really didn't phase me, which I thought was odd. Um, mm. And then I did find myself sort of thinking. Any any actors who are listening, you will know that there is a difference between the way that you perform on stage and the way that you perform in front of a camera. Um, mm. But it felt like those voice actors, whoever replaced them, it felt like they were stage actors' voices with on-screen performances, which is odd because they're really quite exaggerated, some of them. There's a female character in it. Uh, oh, I don't want to give anything away, but she's got curly long hair and she's a little bit of a crazy lady <laughs> yeah but like the the voice of her she was like a witch like i was like seriously like she's still a human being and i mean that's coming from me honey bunches because you know full fucking well if you've listened to any of this that i am not human <laughs> how much do you want to bet that the majority of halloween costumes this year are people wearing <laughs> red raincoats with hoods and have like <laughs> just got uh, a PlayStation controller symbol <laughs> stuck on their head. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. But it sounds like a pretty straightforward jobby to me. I had um, fake blood coming out of my eye once when this was oh. still a um secondary school. Yuck. I thought it would be fine. I have... You're now blind. Yes. No. Oh, God. Don't joke about these things, David. Um, you can say the C word, but not that. <laughs> um, okay, that's the line for you, apparently. <laughs> I didn't realise I'd ever found the line for you. <laughs> Nothing's off limits with Scarlet, but like, don't joke about being blind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, I had this fake blood looking like it was coming out of my eye down my cheek. Um, and I have quite sensitive skin. That's really not the point, but maybe that had something to do with it. Anyway, um, I that fucking stain would just not leave my face for like over a week. <laughs> so I had to go to school looking like I had a bleeding eyeball, which was interesting. <laughs> and my teacher was like, Scarlett, can you go to the bathroom and wash that off? It was Halloween like three days ago. And I was like, yes, I'm aware. Don't you think I've tried? <laughs> you talk to your teachers like that saying, yes, I've tried. Did you speak to them in that manner? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I speak to, spoke to my teachers like the normal human beings that they are like i would speak to you they're not normal human beings they're teachers that's not very nice is it all you teachers listening how rude is he you're not a normal human being he's as bad yeah, as but... those fucking casting websites <laughs> <laughs> yes but we're actors we're not normal human beings either i'm normal's boring so being a teacher is exceptional and therefore i've dug myself out of that hole <laughs> i think i was always quite respectful to my teachers we might have had some of the same because Scarlett and I did go to the same secondary school. Mm. A few years apart. Yes, 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 yes. Before you say it. Yes, a few years apart. But, yeah. Yeah, we probably did, to be fair. I mean... Um... Let's reminisce about all of our teachers and completely alienate our audience who didn't go to the same school that we did. <laughs> anyway, back to the show. <laughs> back to the topic. Ooh, we have one. Who'd have thought? Right, so, are you going first or am I going first? Um, We could, like, alternate. L yes, yes. Let's... let's Let's make it up as we go along. Oh, that's the secret <laughs> to the show. Even when we have guests on half the time, make it up as we go along. You've heard of KFC's secret spices. This is ours, honeys. You're finding out all of the secrets. So basically, so you came up with this idea. So we're planning, we're not planning ahead, we're wishing ahead for where yeah. we want our lives to be or what we want to achieve in how many years? Or is there no limit? Could it be 5, 10, 20, 30? Till the day we die. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So you can even say how, when, where you want to die. Oh, it's raining. How delightful. Just when I talk about dying. <laughs> it's like pathetic fallacy, people. Well, you go, you go first with, with something. Do we have to talk? We can talk about how we want to die. Why not? That'll be fun. Yeah. I, I don't think it has to be chronological either. I think you just like whether it's going to happen in two years or 10 years, just something that you want. Okay. I would like to go abroad again ASAP. Yes. But when that will be, according to that pesky little fucking virus... I'm not sure, but I can't wait to go on holiday again, people. I just want to feel the sun on my skin. I want to feel the heat as you step out of the aeroplane. I want to wear little shorts. Welcome back to Two Actors Walking to a Bar. This episode is Scarlet's Mental Breakdown. (laughs) Excuse me. I am stable. (laughs) Strong and stable like Theresa May's government. Ooh, there's an old political reference for you. To any of you, RuPaul, 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 fuck's sake. Right. Would you believe it? Scarlet isn't drinking alcohol. Shh, naughty boy. To any of you RuPaul's Drag Race UK fans, you'll have seen, hopefully you'll have seen the latest series, which has got um, a drag queen in it called Choritha May. <laughs> Very good. Ah, I fucking love that. Um I made a, we did a little performance at, uh, I don't know, like end of, oh, what were those things that you did at uni? Modules. God, fucking hell. It's not even been that long. Um, One of our like end of module assignments, um, we did a performance of the song Despicable Me from Despicable Me, duh, um, <laughs> <laughs> called Despicable May. And it Very was all good. about her strong and stable shit. Mm. That ages me, doesn't it? Because she was still Prime Minister when I was at uni. Scary stuff. Scary stuff indeed. Feels like years ago. So It does feel like years ago. So you you just want to go abroad, essentially? That is hot on my list of things to do. Just for a holiday or to perform or just to get out of the country? Ooh, just, well, a holiday, actually. I think I'd like to go... Some to somewhere in Italy. I haven't been to Italy since I was eight. Um, and Liam's never been. So I think that would be a lovely little holly bob for the pair of us. Or Greece. I would very much like to go to Rhodes. Mm. Um, so, and we were, we literally were about to press book on either of those two holidays in January 2020. Yeah. And I'm fucking glad we didn't because we definitely wouldn't have got our fucking money back. No. <laughs> My parents were supposed to go to New York with my sister last, I think it was like last April or last May. And it took my dad so many hoops for him to jump through to finally Mm. get the money back for it. I think they have now. But then again, the problem is everyone had their holidays cancelled and everyone was trying to get the money back. There's probably just Mm. one guy at the end of like a phone line just going, what the fuck do I do? Just take the money. Just leave me alone. Yeah, those hold lines must have just been like hell on earth. Mm. How about you? Any holidays for you? Um, oh, this is this isn't as exotic, but I'd like to go back to Cornwall again. Right. Um, as mentioned way back in series one, because it was oh, I mean. just after I got back from Cornwall when we started this podcast. Uh, Hannah's parents have a flat in Foy in Cornwall, nice little seaside town. Uh, just be really nice to go back there because it's very relaxing. There's so many pubs. And we can take the dog and she can go running along the beach and stuff. Delightful. That's, uh, but I don't know when, I, it's not going to be till next year, probably, that we'd be able to go because uh, obviously we're still doing, we're touring Abigail's Party with Black Box Theatre Company. Tickets on sale now. Um, and then there's a small bit of a crossover, but up until like just before Christmas, Hannah's got an acting job working as Pumpernickel the Christmas Elf at UK <laughs> Lapland. So if you're going to UK Lapland and you see a an elf with ginger hair, say hi. <laughs> <laughs> is it um is it local? Uh it's in Bracknell, so not local oh. for us. She's staying away for it. No, she's coming back and forth, so she's doing like three days a week, like Monday, oh, right. Wednesday and Saturday, I think. 
So if you're going to UK Lapland on a Monday, Wednesday or Saturday, look out for Pumpernickel. <laughs> Pumpernickel. That sounds rude. Why does that sound rude? It doesn't sound rude. It only sounds rude in your filthy little mind, Scarlett. I'm sure somebody used to call... I used to know somebody that used to call a shit a pumpernickel. <sighs> I'm just going for a pumpernickel. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, Hannah. That's ruined that for you. <laughs> she will mind. Um, but yes, I'd love to go... I think I'm thinking of a blumpkin as well, but that's a whole different kettle of poo. I hope nobody puts poo in kettles. I hope not either. But yes, I'd like to go back to Cornwall. It's not that ambitious. Mm, <laughs> of all the yes. places to choose in the whole world, I'm like, Very Cornwall. exotic. Yeah, <laughs> very exotic. But then I would, okay, to tie this in a bit to our theme for something I'd want to do in the future, I, like, I've got a bucket list of theatres that I'd like to perform at. And yes. one of them, one of them is the Minak Theatre. Yes. yes. Fuck yeah. Absolutely love the Minak. I went there when I went to Cornwall last year. Was it last year? What is time anymore? Um, we went and saw um, some friends of ours, Eleanor and Dan in, I think, it, oh God, what's the name of it? I think it's just called A Love Play. And it's like a little, mm. it's like an anthology type play with like, small little love stories across time and whatnot and everyone multi-roles and stuff and yeah it was at the minac and it's such a fantastic little theater but my Mm. god it's cold because you're right by the sea and this was in autumn and at one point our friend dan had to be in just his pants and Mm -hmm. he's a skinny lad and i was like he must be fucking freezing He's right there by the sea, just stood there in his underwear. And I'm like, ha, I felt cold for him. I started shivering. I hope he, uh, I hope he got paid enough for the hypothermia. <laughs> but yes, uh, I'd love to perform at the Minac. I don't know what I'd want to perform. I think it, it's a theatre that kind of suits Shakespeare. Yeah. I'd like to, well, it does suit Shakespeare because an actor friend of mine, Sam Claridge, did The Winter's Tale at the Minac earlier this mm-hmm. year when it was a bit warmer so i'm sure it probably yeah. was still freezing cold but yeah i'd love to i'd love to go to the minac again and see some more shows it's just a, mm. it's very difficult to get to like when we stayed in cornwall and hannah was like we're going to go to see this show at the minac i was like well we're in cornwall how far away can it be it's like a two and a bit hour drive from where we were yeah. staying i was like oh yeah it is literally on the tippiest tippy tip 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 of the country little tip at the bottom what about you i'm judging by your reaction that's one of your bucket list theaters yeah i think that would be class i had always sort of so i did for my um drama a level part of the written exam was that you had to plan plan a play yeah essentially and and it was like your own adaptation so um our play was lisi strata so i always sort of i think of greek theater there but I can see just the same how you would see that it lends itself perfectly to um, a Shakespearean play. Mm. Yeah, I, I had, I had that was part of my plan to um, put on Lisi Strata at the Minac, um, and I, I don't know, I just love it. I just, I just love it. It, it sounds, I mean, on a sh- shitty day, and I, I mean, as much as Cornwall is a holiday destination, I know from experience because um, Liam's um, dad and stepmom live in Cornwall that rainy days are not few and far between. <laughs> yeah. So Cornwall's not known for its exotic climate, shall we say? No. Although absolutely lovely when when it is, and really fucking lovely when it snows as well. We got stuck there once in like a virtual blizzard. Um, <laughs> And uh, and yeah, I, I'd love to go. I had actually always said, and and I suppose this ties into the the bucket list thing. Mm. Um, I think I don't know whether we will. And it's not really my choice to make, unless I wanted to do the leap year thing, being the little traditionalist bitch that I am. But if I couldn't get married locally for whatever reason, yeah, I had always thought the Minac would be fucking class to get married at that would be class i imagine a, um, a wee bit expensive but it would be yes, amazing yes. to get married there yeah i, I mean c- 
can you imagine the pictures? They would just be fucking delightful. Mm. But you'd have to hope for a particularly nice day. Yeah, um, you don't want the sea being too rough and a big ass wave coming over. Yeah, splosh. Although if you've Europe. got a good photographer, that would make for an amazing photo if everyone's mm. just there smiling and happy, and yeah. just behind is this giant wave about yeah. to take you all out. What other theatres are there that are on your like bucket list for performing or getting married in slash on? I don't know. I can't say I've thought of any others to get married at. Off the top of my head, nothing leaps out to me as being more important than another. Um, I'll take anything, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Any theatre that will have me. Yeah. Take me, take me, please. I've always Um, wanted to perform at the National Theatre in London. And also because, you know, it's got that, you know, big... You know, names in lights that you can see mm. as you're walking across the Thames over a bridge, not like Jesus or anything. And you can see what shows it. And I just, there is a dream just to have my name, you know, David McCulloch in, I don't know, some play, whatever's on the National. I haven't thought that far ahead. <laughs> there we go. David McCulloch's <laughs> award winning new play, Aop Hitler at the National. Imagine <laughs> if. <laughs> dream big, dream big. I mean, it was difficult enough <laughs> trying to find small pub theatres to host Aop Hitler. But sure, the National, pff, we'll get in there. No sweat. <laughs> right then, mate. After the same again. We talked about getting married. Do you think that's something that you'd like in your future or not really faced? Um, Yeah, I'm a bit of a traditionalist in that sense. The whole like married and... Married and kids? Married and kids. God blimey, governor. (laughs) How many? Maximum of two. What about you, if you had kids? If kids are indeed on the table. And if they are, get them off the table. They shouldn't be stood on there. They should be sat down. (laughs) 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 Family joke. All the dads are Uh, laughing at that. (laughs) I, yeah, again, should that prospect arise, I don't, I wouldn't, I'm like, oh God, this is what a roundabout way of saying it. I wouldn't like to put pressure on myself to do things like get married, Mm. have children, because I know that there's a, like, I have friends that are very much like their sole purpose in life was to have kids. You can just tell by the person that they are. Yeah. I think there's things I'd like to do before that happens if I could so plan it out that way. But I am quite the fatist in that if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Mm. And then it wasn't meant to be. Um, And I wouldn't like to say, I could never see myself as much of the trouser wearer as I might come across as, I could never imagine sitting Liam down and telling him, I want this, I want that. Like the, what would they call it? 2.2 and a full Cortina or something? I can't even fucking, what was 2.2 children? You know the thing? Yeah, I know the, the thing. thing. And it's like, well, yeah. where'd you get 0.2 of a child? Ha ha, well, another, yeah. another dad joke. I'd be a great dad because I've got all the shit jokes. No offence to mm. dads. I, I've... um I thought that myself. <laughs> you'd you'd make a fun dad. You'd be like living with a CBBS presenter. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> um, but no, yeah, that's just just sort of how I see things. I wouldn't like to say I must have children. Should I randomly become impregnated with a baby alien, then I will say, okay, this was it. This was where my life was supposed to go. A baby alien? Are you cheating? Yeah, I don't know. Are you cheating on Liam with an extraterrestrial? Is that part of your future plans? It's like, you know what? If an alien came down... I want to be probed. I'd give it a go. (laughs) Imagine all the cytoplasm. Um, Gross. That was so gross. Why did I... Do I have to take everything too far? Maybe in my future, a future aspiration for me is to stop taking it too far. (laughs) No, I don't think that would happen because then you would be suppressing yourself. And what makes you you? Not suppressing myself. (laughs) Go further. (laughs) Just go even further. There you go. There's a thing for your future. You'll probably get cancelled, as it were. Perhaps. I don't think I'm really offensive. I don't think I'm... Well, I say things that are sick. (laughs) (laughs) 
But if Frankie Boyle doesn't get cancelled, then like fuck will I. I'm not that offensive. You've you've basically you've got to be racist, homophobic, uh, a Tory. No, <laughs> <laughs> very good. I like that. Um, but yeah, I, so I don't think I'm unless I said something that was like. I don't know, below the belt. If you're so. listening to this in the far future, go back to our previous episodes and just take something ed- take something that Scarlett said, present it wildly out of context, and let's hashtag cancel Scarlett. <laughs> don't you dare, you bitch. <laughs> Next. <laughs> We've gone off topic. Let's, let's get back on it. Um, As always. I'm trying to think about stuff in the future. If we're going like, complete wish fulfillment fantasy it might happen it might not who knows i would definitely like some sort of role in a star wars film and i'd also like Mm -hmm. to play a jedi so i can have a lightsaber fight and then live out my childhood fantasy of you know you know when you like in the playground pretending like you know fighting with lightsabers or sticks or whatever until you actually yep. hit someone with it and then they cry or whatever. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> actually, no, I didn't think I ever used sticks. I think we just mimed lightsabers and stuff when I was younger. That kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Live out, just live out childhood fantasy. Be a Jedi, be a superhero, be something like that. Although when I was really, really young at primary school, I did used to play like dinosaurs and pretend to be a dinosaur chasing other people. So Jurassic Park 10, I'll be a Velociraptor. <laughs> there we go that's what i want to do cgi will have come so far forward that everything will be motion captured and there won't even be need there won't be a need for any you know prosthetics or animatronics or anything they'll just (laughs) get people dotted up and say be a dinosaur i'll do that i thought you'd go with like more doctor whoey i i get doctor who vibes from you i've been told that i've been told through uni that I, I get either David Tennant or Matt Smith or like the look of David Tennant, but with the personality of Matt Smith. And it would be cool to play the Doctor. And I would absolutely mm. love to be in Doctor Who. But I feel like that would... I, I, here we go. Not to get political or anything, but I think it would be a very long time. Like this is going to happen. Like I'm actually trying to work out if it could. I think it would be a very long time before the BBC goes back to having a white male actor play the Doctor. Right. Because they've had so many people do it. And at the time of recording, Jodie Whittaker, first female Doctor, but she's going to be leaving in 2022. I would be surprised if the BBC went, well... Oh, hit the mic would be like well we've had one woman back to the men i would be surprised mm. if they did that and so i think they'll probably have a few women down the line although i get the impression not being a huge doctor who fan mm. um i sort of know of it and i've had friends that liked it when i was a child but i never really took that much interest beyond like those weird little like baby alien things um and that little dog called canine or whatever the fuck it was called yeah um baby alien yeah. things. What, ba- yeah they had they had like big big heads Doesn't narrow it down and they look like aliens but they also kind of look like babies and there was that other one that had like it looked like a sun and it was like stretched across something but had a face on it oh yeah she was the last like human in like the second episode i can't remember what her name was but it was yeah i know i know him but it was zoe wanamaker playing like oh, this right. stretched piece of skin oh i didn't know that um i quite like that sarah the like the spin-offy thing that was on cbbc oh the sarah jane called. adventures yeah i didn't mind that to be fair i was probably more interested in that than doctor who itself but um, not being a, a huge fan, I could be completely off and offending lots of people, but I get the feeling that Doctor Who isn't as in vogue as it once was. In vogue? Yeah. What does that mean? Popular or good? or Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think there's a reason that the BBC are bringing back Russell T Davis to be the new showrunner for the 60th anniversary and series beyond. He brought it mm-hmm. back in 2005. 
I think there's a reason the BBC are like, please, please, please come back. Please come back. Yeah. Here's all the money. I, mm-hmm. I, I, that's, all, that's all I'll say, because obviously you can offend someone for having an opinion on a TV show about a bloody two-hearted alien that flies around in a box or whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I, I, wow, I didn't know that. I've, I've just, just go on Twitter and search Doctor Who and you'd be amazed at all the discourse around it. Everyone's just arguing for no reason. Mm. And then there's all the people arguing, saying like, you're a sexist if you hate Doctor Who because it's got a woman. And then there's everyone going, it's woke crap. How dare you put a woman in it? Oh, my God, this is a boys club. What the hell? I want my, not my, hashtag not my doctor. I don't know. It's, oh, God. I just kind of gone off it a bit. I don't know. And then can you imagine when uh, James Bond has its overhaul? <gasps> there we go. No. Uh, oh, would you be James Bond? I'll be everyone. Fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the amount of money, I think anyone would be James Bond. I would, I don't think I'm right for James Bond, but I'd love to play a Bond villain, like a really over-the-top, memorable type of villain. Maybe with an emphasis on camp. I am good at playing camp, believe it or not. Shock horror. So I would like to maybe do that or something. That would be quite fun. Mm-hmm. It's funny, actually, because I was going to say, I can't see you. You've got the dark hair and dark features Mm. to be Bond. But I was going to say, I think you're too nice to be Bond. You're like, and by that, I mean, like, you're you're a very um, extrovert, friendly person. Whereas Bond gives me, and I mean, you can perform that, no doubt. But there's something in even any of the actors that I have, seen as bond obviously mm. there's not been loads there's like an aloof an aloofness even to their own personas as well as their acting personas yeah um but i was gonna say you're too nice to be bond and then you said i'd be i could do a villain and i thought fuck yeah and and you don't have to be nice to be a villain <laughs> obviously but villains are more fun especially for us brits it's much more fun playing a you know cd sadistic villain and stuff so you can just mm. go nuts and be over the top and usually yeah. villains are quite charming and there is a likable factor to them i mean there's a reason why tom hiddleston has a career playing mm. he started off playing loki who was the villain and then everyone loved him so much and now he's got like spin-offs and stuff and he's like the protagonist and that and everything mm. but like there are loads of you know think of your like favorite villains and people like them because they yeah. can be quite likeable. Yeah, folks. Christ, the Joker wouldn't have been fucking recreated time after time after time after time if people didn't want to know the villains. They yeah. want to know why they're like that, and that almost becomes more interesting to a viewer, doesn't it? What about you? Do you want to play Doctor Who or James Bond? Make James Bond a woman. Oh, controversial. Mm. Don't re- that. I, I personally don't think they should. I think they should make new characters for females hmm. rather than just swap out the gender of a male one be more creative hollywood just just do that um i can't say i do i have had no desire to do or i just would you be a bond girl no i my legs aren't long enough <laughs> <laughs> and there i go committing to the gender stereotypes get me cancelled um yeah i i think i'm too sort of diddy and rude to be a bond girl again a really boring response but if i were to make it to a a, as prestigious a level as something like the part of bond or doctor who or something like that i'd like to think it was something completely new and i would be the oh what would you call it like the first of something that would be fucking well cool. Oh, okay. Rather than, rather than following the footsteps of something else, something that like has its own legacy, but uh, I was the start of. Okay, that would that'd be cool. That'd be so really instead cool. of being like, so like Sean Connery was the first Bond mm. in these series of films. Essentially, I know there's others. Whatever, no, I don't care. Um, or William Hartnell was the first Doctor. So you'd want to be? Would you want to be like? A hero from a book or a 
comic series or a completely new character and then like several years later several decades later there's another young young and up and coming actor and it's like they're gonna have to follow in the great like scarlet Mm. bryant who kicked off the role back in yeah that'd be fucking well cool wouldn't it yeah don't you think like if you were the first of something that went on way beyond your years yeah that would be quite cool that would be really cool. I'm trying to think what kind of character it would be. It'd have to be something from like an anthology or, or something. Mm. Or like a popular... Se- like with James Bond, because they've had multiple actors play him. But with Doctor Who, the mm. Doctor regenerates into someone else. Or with like comic book movies, they just keep getting rebooted and remade and stuff like that. Yeah, I suppose it, w- it would have to be something that isn't even... Mm perhaps finished in its word document on somebody's laptop yet yeah. <gasps> imagine like a like a, the next i don't even want to say her name the next the next author of a popular franchise about wizards <laughs> yeah <laughs> the next who isn't a transphobe this time how about that <laughs> and then after you've done a few films and the studio are like, oh, we're going to reboot it, there would be uproar because they're like, oh, how dare someone try and fill in Scarlett Bryant's shoes playing the role of uh, whatever it is, some cop or detective or agent or alien or I don't know. <gasps> yes, imagine if there's like, wow, there's another Tolkien out there somewhere writing a part especially for me. <laughs> I um, like that idea to be like the... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? To kickstart a new character, a new beloved character, rather than play an mm. established one. If only Hollywood would do that and make new things. Yeah. But that, then again, I guess part, novel. part of the problem is, <laughs> like a lot of the new films that do get made don't get much attention because audience demand is for established franchises now. There's a mm. reason the Marvel Cinematic Universe is the biggest thing ever. And I say that as someone that loves the Marvel films and I will watch all of them in cinema or on Disney Plus for the rest of my <laughs> life until the day I die. <laughs> I would, I yeah, I this is a funny one and I suppose it's not having lived in someone's shadow because it was a character, mm. but um, I believe it's a lot more popular now. But when I was born and then obviously throughout my childhood and teenagers, um, probably until I was about 18, the name Scarlet was not very common at all. Yeah, People of a certain age would say to me, what a lovely name. Mm. As in like Scarlet O'Hara, Gone with the Wind. (laughs) And and my mum did, she loved the film um, and... Obviously, that was why she decided to call me Scarlet. Um, yeah. And then other people of a certain age would say, oh, what, like like your Hanson? And mm. obviously not because of my parents' age, but um, she would have only been a little girl then. Um, they were really big fans of Scarlet Johansson as a child actor. And they were like, yep, yeah. this is who we want. <laughs> but That's if Scarlet Johansson. Could... She'll go far. We're going to name our daughter after her. <laughs> exactly. Um, but if I could be... The next Scarlet that people said, oh, after Scarlet Bryant. Wow, that would be, be cool, fucking yeah. well cool. I mean, that is that is dreaming pretty big. Another one for you, miss. Lawrence, would you put a record on, please? What would you like? Demis Roussos. Oh, no, Beverly. Ange, do you like Demis Roussos? Ooh, he's lovely. Tone, do you like Demis Roussos? Yeah, I do. Sue, do you like Demis Roussos? Oh, I don't know him. There you go, Lawrence. Angela likes Demis Roussos. Tony likes Demis Roussos. I like Demis Roussos. Susan would like to hear Demis Roussos. So, Lawrence, can we have Demis Roussos? Black Box Theatre Company presents the Mike Lee classic Abigail's Party, which will be touring across the south of England from the 20th of October through to the 4th of December. For a full list of venues and to book your tickets, head on over to www.blackboxtheatrecompany.com. What about something that's completely out there, like... No limits, no limits on like money or technology or technological advances or anything like that. In the future, what is like the one thing you'd want to do? Just be like, fuck it, let's do that. 
for me, I fuck it. Let's I'll go to space. Why not? I'll see what all Would the fuss you? is about. Yeah, why not? If William Shatner can go to space and survive at 90 years old, I think I'll be all right. And I know wow. that we could be spending money on actually saving the planet and stopping us from killing it and protecting the environment rather than spaffing money up the wall because Amazon <laughs> don't pay their taxes, allegedly, and sending, you know, old has-been celebs up into space. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But fuck it, I want to go. I want to go in a rocket and fly to space and see what it looks like, and be like, "Oh, cool!" I only need to do it once because I'll probably be like, "That's cool," and then that'll be it. Should no amount of brain power, money, scientific knowledge—I don't know—just the world being the way that it is have any impact on it? I would love to live in a time where the cure for cancer becomes accessible to all. Oh, you chose something really nice. I chose, I want to go to space. <laughs> <laughs> but then that, like, I mean, but then, I mean, you, you'll get cynics say there can't be an accessible cure for cancer because then there's no population control and that will lead to more problems and all that sort of shit. Oh, they'll find another way to cull the population. They'll make a virus or something. <laughs> Not that, oh God, that makes it sound like David Icke. <laughs> Next you'll be saying they're lizards. Uh, love it. But what if the Queen was a lizard? But what if? I'd like to high five the Queen. Ooh. Do you know what? Uh, again, I'm going in such stupid routes. You're going for something mm. like quite serious and nice, like living in a world with a cure for cancer. And I'm like, I want to go to space and high five the well, lizard. Well, I'd, I'd, um, all right there's been previous episodes when we've spoken about the crown and and some of the reprobates surrounding the royal family but i would actually like to meet the queen for the sake of my grandma she loved the queen and and if she could see or know or for whatever place i may be in or my grandma may be in by the time i met the queen knowing that i have met her and knowing that somewhere if you exist beyond this realm, that my grandma knew that I had met her, that would be cool. That would be cool. That would be really cool. God, yeah. why am I getting so... <laughs> I am actually a nice person, if if any of you hadn't gathered that. Who, <laughs> yeah, who'd have thought? <laughs> the thing is, though, we've got... We'll have to work quick, because she is 95, the Queen. Well, exactly, that's what I mean. I mean, if my... And I don't... I don't no offence, but would you really care about King Charles? That, no. Oh, whatever. No, I wouldn't. Frankly, I wouldn't. No. I mean, she's pretty... She's she's done pretty fucking well. Because, I mean, she's longest reigning, isn't she? And and I don't think... I think... this is This is quite sad, but considering, like, our grandparents lived through wars and rationing and as much horrible shit as they did i do actually think i don't think even with scientific progression and stuff like that i don't know whether i am convinced that we will live beyond our grandparents years if you know what i mean no i don't know whether even our parents will live as long as our grandparents have lived considering what they lived through they've lived to ripe old ages haven't they like on average right, and i yeah. mean you could say oh well then there won't be a pension deficit but i don't give a fuck about that shut up shut up don't be so fucking horrible we're actors we're not gonna have a pension by the time exactly. we're old enough. we won't be <laughs> we'll still we be acting when we're in problem. our 90s yeah. that would that would be lovely that would be lovely if i can if i can remember my lines next week never mind when i'm 90 that would just be wonderful <laughs> <laughs> do you think that's weird speaking about the monarchy is that in our lifetime we will see we will live through four monarchs because we'll have the queen, we'll mm. have the queen, Prince Charles and Prince William are both older than us. Yeah, and so when we when when we eventually come to our point of shuffling off this mortal coil, it will be King George. Is that his name? Yeah. Why do they always pick the same names? Like this would be like what the seventh George or whatever. Just. Call them something normal. But we'll know them as something else unless they change how that works because... Oh, what, they have a stage name, don't yeah. they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, d- done that, seen that, got the T-shirt. Well, I don't, but you do. I would love it if they called, if, like, you know, George called his daughter, like, Chardonnay or something like that. <laughs> Chelsea. Um... Chelsea. Queen Chelsea. <laughs> 
or just abolish the monarchy, turn it all into a tourist attraction of a hotel. <laughs> Another one for you, sir. Would you like to study any more in your lifetime? Mm, if the acting career goes tits up, maybe. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'd want to study, really. Let's hope not. But in a parallel universe, um, you decide it's not for you. What profession do you think you would try out next? Um, I've... I, oh, fucking hell, I don't actually know. <laughs> um, oh, I guess I would like maybe to go down the path of film criticism or film journalism. Yeah. So maybe I'd do like a film studies course like at uni that's cool i wanted to do that at uni anyway i wanted to combine drama and film studies but for some reason at the university of winchester sort it out uh, that wasn't one of the options i could do drama and media studies and i was the only person in my year that combined those two modules drama and media oh. nobody else did oh did you feel very lonely uh, a bit I didn't know that many people in my media course, <laughs> oh. but it was fine. I did quite well. But yeah, maybe I'd, I'd go down that route, maybe do a master's in film criticism or something like that, if that's a thing. I'm sure you can do a master's in anything. Mm. That I, Although uh, when I was at uni, I just thought doing a master's was what you did if you didn't want to leave uni just yet and spend even more money. <laughs> Which if some if the people who I knew that did master's were anything to go by, it was. <laughs> What would you want to study? Parallel universe, you're not acting or you give up the acting. What career path would you go down? I don't actually know. I think maybe I would go and live in a foreign country and okay. want to become fluent in their language and study it while abroad and maybe go translator. That'd be cool. Mm. I think so. I just thought of something else I'd like to do with my future. I think I would like, and I don't know to what standard, probably not very good, but just so that I could get a nice sound out of it, I would like to learn to play the piano. Yeah, I've always thought about playing an instrument as well. What would you... I don't know if I could do piano, though, because I can't get my fingers to do... I don't think I'd be able to get my fingers to do two different things, if that makes sense. But then I guess you'd learn... Two-sided brain. I, I don't know. I'd like to play the violin. Really? That would be quite cool. Yeah, why not? Mm. But I think I'm like, it's very expensive to get the instrument and then to get the lessons. Maybe when I'm rich and famous and bored, I'll just be like, oh, fuck it. I'll just take up the violin. <laughs> or get myself a part in a film where I have to play the violin and I get the lessons and instrument for free. Mm. Studio <gasps> pay for it. I know you don't like cars, but I would fucking love to own a this isn't even really that fancy a car um I, but I, volkswagen polo <laughs> uh, oh yes i would like to own a jeep wrangler a red one okay because i like big boxy cars um <laughs> and the thought of if i have kids so kids must be in my future potentially if you want a jeep yeah yeah or just loads of dogs maybe i could be like Megan McCarthy in Bridesmaids and just have fuck ton of puppies. Woo. Um, but somebody can come and train them because I really don't like badly behaved dogs. I really like David's dog. It's really well behaved. Gia is lovely. She is very well behaved. Um, Gia's be Gia became this year our rehearsal room dog for Aop Hitler and Abigail's party. Mm. So search Gia the rehearsal room dog on Instagram. <laughs> Um, so yeah we should hire her out to other companies that's not get some money yeah. out of her. <laughs> pimping your dog out sorry I shouldn't have said that um, <laughs> don't say that about my dog um, but yeah I'd have to have something to fill the car with <gasps> maybe I could become a professional shopper because I'm so good at shopping I love shopping so much I could just fill the car with lots of pairs of shoes not conforming to stereotypes of women at all there I just, they're not necessarily women's shoes just shoes <laughs> just anything yeah. that goes on feet. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not talking high heels. No, no, no. Any of you people that know me, it definitely will not be a pair of high heels. They will be trainers. There will be Doc Martens. There will be big sexy boots. There will be maybe a pair of Prada loafers. Wow, <gasps> some 
Louis Vuitton sliders. <laughs> God, it's just getting sad now. Um, you're that like, was the ASMR section of the podcast. It was. There you go. Um, but yeah, I love shoes. I even have my brother assembled a very aesthetically pleasing um, shelf in my room that is the length of the longest wall so that I can display my shoes on it. Yes, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that ain't just the coolest thing you ever heard of. Mm, no. <laughs> Whatever. Just because you own three pairs of shoes. <laughs> I don't even want to disclose how many I own, but it's probably upwards of 49. Fuck. Uh, 49 pairs of shoes. What do you need that many shoes for? <laughs> All my you pairs don't. of feet. All your pairs of feet. Yeah, you've only got one pair. Different pair of shoes every day. Why? Because, David, they're worth money. Do you know, I pair, sold a pair of... You should sell them and get some money then. <laughs> no, they are my investment because when I am really fucking poor and can't afford to pay my bills, then I can sell them and then I will use the money. But why Why have the money now? I'll be too tempted to spend it on more shoes. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so did you buy these shoes and think, oh, I'm already on up to pair 46, but if I buy these shoes now... Then several years later, I can sell the shoes mm-hmm. for half the money I've just spent on them and not be destitute. Help. Or if you don't buy the shoes, you won't have lost any money. Well, David, let well, me Scarlett. let you into a little secret right now, honey bunch. Um, okay. You don't always get less than what you pay for them originally. Really? What, for worn shoes? Yeah, for worn shoes. Some, so I sold. out there. <laughs> I, I was pretty poor in the summer. In the summer? No. When was it? Like, after Christmas last year. I had no money coming in. The in the winter. In the winter. That's the season. <laughs> um, I had no money coming in and decided to cut down my wardrobe and my shoe robe um, and <laughs> start selling stuff so that I could pay for my car to run and my phone bill, etc., etc. Um, mm-hmm. Rather than leaning on my parents or Liam's parents or Liam as any sort of financial burden that I am. Um, and I sold a pair of uh, Doc Martin flip-flops that I owned, right? So I paid 25 quid for those. Fuck. 25 quid for flip-flops? Yeah. And get them for like a five room prime. Any, anybody just have the same function. Anyone that's listening that knows Doc Martens, you'll be thinking, David, shut up. Um, <laughs> so I paid twenty five quid. That was a major fucking sale as well. When there was an outlet in Gunworth, and those were probably about seventy five quid, if not more. But they had put them down to twenty five pounds. So I bought a pair. Okay, because they're flip flops. Yeah, I wore them for two summers. Wonderful stuff. Stopped wearing them. They were really fucking heavy for flip-flops um and not very comfortable <laughs> at all but pretty anyway i put them anyone from dot martin listening please sponsor us please please do i will wear anything come on give me the shoes um and then i sold them on ebay this summer how much do you think they went for so that's more than 25 quid because you said you made a profit uh 40 80 Fuck off. 80 quid. weirdo is buying Doc Martin used Mm -hmm. flip-flops for 80 quid? Yeah, go on. Because they don't make them anymore. They don't make that design anymore. So they're unique now um, and and people will pay crazy money for them. I can remember uploading them to eBay and within an hour I had had 63 views. Sometimes you're lucky if you get 63 views after having something online for a week. Like, I was like, these babies are gonna get me the jackpot and at that time i was like fuck yeah i wore them i wore them good (laughs) so i'm not as cabbage as i may be cabbage looking is that a saying what i'm sure there's something about being cabbage looking don't look it up just leave it at that just leave it at that ridiculous sentence That's last orders at the bar, please. Last orders at the bar. How do you want to die? Oh, I knew that was coming. Um, I don't. No. <laughs> I, th- I don't know. Um, I want to die when I'm old. Yeah. Like really, 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 really old. T- to the point where like somebody else is having to wipe your bum or you've still got your faculties about you. 
I'd like to think I still have my faculties about me. Okay, nice. Because I know, I know some um, people get a kick out of the thought of somebody actually feeding them and wiping their ass again. <laughs> um, I I don't know how I would like to die, but I'd like to be... I'd like... No time to die. Just not enough time to die. I'd like to be quite <laughs> old and just before mm-hmm. I die, someone to say, no, Dave, don't do that. You're too old. And I'll be like, no, no, it'll be fine. And just doing something really stupid and ridiculous that make people go, that's fucking cool. He died like that. Yeah. What a champ. I don't know what. Would you want to um, die? Because some people say I want to die with all my family around me. And I think to myself, that's kind of weird. Like, why would you want that? Sure. I, I'd rather, if I was going to die, well... I have a, a particular way of how I would like to die, but if I was going to have to die in the conventional way of like being conventional, I'd just go to sleep and that would just be the end and nobody would have to come and listen to me make horrible noises and shit myself and stuff. Because I, w- I wouldn't want someone, like my family to all be sat around feeling sad. I mean, yeah. likewise though, the thought of being found dead and what what state that would leave said person in, that all sounds very horrible as well. So maybe it is... I don't know. No warning is warning, is it? I don't think. Wow, this is such a depressing mm. end. I've got... How would you... So what's your method? Uh, Let's of dying. Let's liven things up. Yeah. So... She's dancing right yeah, now. Yeah, I am. I hope you can hear it. I'm boogieing on down. Um, so, I have always said that... Have you ever had um, those, like, split pot Cabri dessert things? Yes. Yeah. Well, you know that, like, the, the like, the wet chocolate side, not the bit, the bit that you like pour the buttons into or the flake or the fudge pieces or whatever it is you have bought. Yeah. Yeah. If I could die drowning in a vat of that chocolate, <laughs> that would be the perfect way to die. Trying to eat my way out. Mm. So mm. Are, you at like, are you at like the bottom? Are you in like an empty bucket like a, a really big one like that's just empty and then it's just being poured constantly in yeah and i'm just so chowing down on my way out until it fills my lungs and i die think, full what, of chocolate cabri's chocolate yogurt stuff <laughs> so what what do you reckon would kill you first drowning in chocolate or the inevitable heart attack that comes mm. from trying to eat so much of it my stomach exploding <laughs> your stomach exploding <laughs> i mean that's quite i imagine that might be quite a painful death Oh, but it sounds delicious. <laughs> well, there, there you go. I mean, maybe, be maybe I'd die satisfied. Because, I mean, well, those you yogurt things, you always want more. You always want more of that. It's never enough. And then you feel like too much of a little piggy to go and get another one. So you just sit there, always wanting more. So I'd rather, I'd rather die consuming yes. it all. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, how about you? Any a nice way to die? It'd have to be some. I just think something like quite st- stupid, where someone's like, "No, you're too old to do that," and it's like, "It'll be fine." And then it's just like, "Bam!" And so when people read it, they're like, "Oh, Dave McCulloch died. He did. He did what? <laughs> he tried to. He got on a motorbike and tried to jump over the Grand Canyon, but he can't ride a motorbike. Also, he's ninety nine. <laughs> what the fuck? It's like, ah, it'll be fine. Do you know when you said something that? somebody shouldn't really do at the age of 99. I also had motorbike in mind, but more like moped. Um, <laughs> moped. I said that in a really weird Why way. Why mo- mo- say moped? Moped. You didn't say it like that. You said moped. I know, I know. And that's why I was laughing, because why did I go moped? Um, <laughs> <laughs> like it was two different words. Um, but I'm envisaging you with a moped and you're like 99 sat on the moped and you're at a roundabout in a kid's park and you're making the roundabout whiz around with a moped oh, okay. and then you get on the roundabout and it slings you off and you die. There you go. I get flung out into sea or something. <laughs> yeah. Or fire me out of a cannon. That'll do. I, that's how I want to die. I, wa- I, I don't want my ashes fired out of a cannon. I want to be fired out of a cannon out to sea. Right. That'll do. Into the mouth of a blue whale. That's how I want to die. Your dad's in the Navy, isn't he? Well, yeah, yeah. I think he could make that happen then. There you go. Would you, after you're dead, like to be burnt to a crisp to some 
Scots porridge oats, or would you <laughs> rather be buried and let the earth consume you? Um, well, it doesn't matter because my soul will have left my body and I will be in whatever the afterlife is. Mm, so where do you think that might be? Do you think you're going to heaven, hell, purgatory or somewhere else? Uh, I'm not a religious person, so I don't and I don't know if the versions of heaven and hell that are presented in a Christian society or Christian manner are exactly what we're going to get. I'm sure there is something after death. I don't want to believe that this is just it. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll be in, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe I'll just be recording a podcast forever after I die. The afterlife needs entertainment, so maybe that'll be the revival of two actors walk into a bar. <laughs> It'll be two actors walk into the afterlife. Yeah, there you go. Or two actors float into the afterlife. Aww. Stay tuned, everyone. When you die, you can't get rid of us. <laughs> you could be like one of those people that that woman spoke about on this morning, the one that was being fucked by the ghost. Oh, yeah. You could um, go around shagging people. That wanted to be shagged by a ghost. Uh, I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> and also the people who go on daytime TV and claim they're being shagged by ghosts. They're not. Sorry, but they're just not. That's not happening. How do you know? You weren't there. <laughs> I just know because I've got a sane head on my shoulders that you're not being shagged by ghosts. Gross. <laughs> Um, gross ghosts Ghostbusters Before we go Bang your back doors in Oh god Before we go This is a good question To wrap things up on And especially as next week Is our series 3 finale And one year anniversary Of the show And the 30th episode It's like it's all worked wow. out How lo- How long Do you reckon We'll be doing this podcast for Because I've noticed Like we started this podcast In lockdown two electric boogaloo or is it lockdown one i don't even know it was last year and i noticed that a lot of podcasts that did start around covid have now stopped or appear to have just paused indefinitely mm-hmm. but we're still going still going strong we're still fighting the good fight i don't know um how long do you reckon we'll be podcasting for I think we won't find a reason to stop unless... Unless? One of us hits the big time. <laughs> or both mm. of us. Wonderful stuff. Um, Could be wonderful. But then if we were doing it at the same time... If we hit the big time, then... Somebody else we... could report, record it for us. <laughs> yeah, we, we'd we be able to hire like a studio and an editor and stuff. Mm, Someone cool. else can edit through and cut out all the shit you say that we definitely <laughs> cannot broadcast. It wouldn't have to be me going, right, cut that, cut that, can't say that, can't say that. I'm the reason Scarlet's not cancelled already. <laughs> <laughs> I get second say. Some of the shit he leaves in, I do get rid of that as well. <laughs> um <laughs> So unless that should happen and we literally don't have the time anymore, but then in saying that we have struggled with time just juggling real life and podcast life. Um, yeah, this series has been a, a tricky one, a tricky <laughs> one to get out. We've managed it. Mm. Um, we pre-recorded one episode, which was the episode with Eater O'Brien. And in all the other episodes, we've been like, shit, we better start recording. Go, 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 go. So organised. <laughs> yeah. Um, or you will have a child or I will have a child and suddenly we will have no time on our hands <laughs> to do fun things like have a podcast and speak to our friends. Because that is what the thing. For us, all the time, it has been... Like basically, my idea was born out of the fact that whenever we had a conversation across Zoom, mainly, <laughs> yeah. or even just talking over message, mm. um, it never stopped. It never drew to a close. We could have spoken for hours and hours and hours and hours, and it was always very funny. And and I thought, why not make a podcast? Why not record these? fucking stupid senseless conversations <laughs> yeah for you all to listen to and enjoy um, you're welcome audience <laughs> um so i mean 
unless there was something logistically wrong, I can't see it stopping in the next five years. Oh, okay. I reckon if we did hit jackpot though and got famous, then because there's a lot of celebrities that have podcasts out or get hired to host a podcast where they don't really have to do much work. Mm-hmm. So I reckon if we did hit the big time, there might be more of a like when you launch a new franchise and I play a Bond villain or whatever, mm-hmm. or a Jedi, <laughs> or Doctor Who, or all of them. Fuck it, why not? I'm just being greedy. Um, <laughs> there might be a drive from like some of the podcast platforms. Be like, oh shit, these guys have made it big. We want to get them on our platform mm, and stuff. So maybe, but- or even if we took a another sabbatical but a longer one yeah um if somebody knew somebody we then worked with was like why have you stopped yeah start again and then it got big 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 if we, if also if we got big we could then just start getting famous people we've worked with to come on our show be like mm. come on come on the podcast just quick shove <gasps> them in the studio how cool as well in a weird sort of way it would act if one of if only one of us got seen it would act as a vehicle to carry on to help the other be seen yeah mm. or none of that happens and we just keep just chatting random yeah. shit for the next five years <laughs> either one sounds good to be honest yeah i'll agree cool. with that all right well there's our five-year plan we'll still be doing this <laughs> we might have run out of topics by then but okay will we have prepared Probably not. <laughs> Get preparing for the next five years. I think not. Cool. That's an episode. That's an episode. Join us next week for our Series 3 finale. And then we're going to have a Christmas special as well, are we? I think so. It would yeah, be rude not why to. Not? It would be rude not to, if you ask me. <laughs> Marvellous. Right. Tatty bye, everyone. Goodbye, my little schmoochy poos. What are you two still doing here? Go on, sling your hook. See you later, Davey boy. See you later, Scarlotta. We'd like to give a massive thanks to Rotaries for our soundtrack and to Megan Sickers for our artwork. And an even bigger thanks to all of you choosing to listen to us waffle on. Find us on all social media platforms and make sure to subscribe to us because we're actors. We need validation. <laughs>